0: take her own grandmother, for example, brought to Cardassia Prime by her lover, but kept secluded on a distant country estate, passed off as a housekeeper, and rarely seeing her son. Had it been worth it to buy that child's safety? From where Antok was sitting, alive and free and in no danger, yes, it had been worth it, because that was the reason she was alive. But what had that poor woman's life been like? Antok grieved to think about that. Had there been family back on Bajor? A husband? Other children? She had been unable to find out much about her grandmother's life on Bajor. Despite the Bajorans' best efforts, the Cardassians had not cared enough to document their subjects' lives in detail. Perhaps it was a blessing in disguise. Antok's grandmother had been one of the lucky ones. Her son had thrived. They had been unusual. More common was the story of the orphans abandoned on Bajor, the products of rape, most likely, whose mothers had died or did not want them, and had left them as double outcasts, unwanted reminders of a cruel past. Antoc had worked with several charities on Bajor that helped such children. All were adults now, those who had made it, and life had eased considerably since Bajor's admission to the Federation. Many had left Bajor, where they were still not readily accepted, and had moved to other worlds. Some had found homes and happiness, but almost all of them still carried scars. None had come to Cardassia. And now there was Project Enigma, and learning its secrets only brought her more grief. There had been twelve children involved of varying ages taken from Bajor to Cardassia Prime. This Antok had learned early on, but what she had not yet been able to establish was why. So she read on, through file after file, detailing their ages, their health, their attainment levels. The documentation had been meticulous but unrevealing. And then she found the medical files, and she began to understand. They were wanted, these children, and they were wanted because they looked Cardassian, as her own father had. Family had been everything in the old Cardassia, raised to a moral imperative, and powerful families lost status if, for whatever reason, they could not or did not produce large families. Adoption within families was a time-honored way around this. Adoption outside of the family sometimes happened, but rarely, because it was the bloodlines that counted. Why these children? What did they have to offer? Antok read on through the medical files. That fear of exposure that her own grandfather had risked, that his son's children might look Bajoran, was exactly what Enigma had been set up to address. The twelve children, half male, half female, mostly toddlers and babies, had been treated with experimental gene therapy to remove the Bajoran part of them. For three of the children, this had not been a happy experience. Their health was already poor even before the therapy. One had died. Two had been left infertile and therefore useless for the purpose for which they were being retooled. She saw records of their removal to a state orphanage, but those in the old Cardassia did not have a good reputation. Orphans were considered superfluous, a drain upon family resources. Children from these institutions usually progressed straight to some of the worst work details in the Union. She doubted that they had lived very long. Still, Antok took note of their names and swore to them that she would move mountains to discover their fates and, if need be, say the right words over them, the right prayers. That left nine other children. On these, the treatment had worked, apparently, Antok drew the line at calling it a success, and as a result the children had been adopted, all by well-to-do families. Presumably, therefore, they had gone on to live as Cardassians, and given the kinds of families they had joined, they had most likely enjoyed the best of what the old Cardassia had to offer. No grubbing around dirty fields in remote provinces for them, or hoping that the water ration would not run out before the next one arrived, or rifling through garbage for scraps.